Hi, Mike here, and I want to talk to you about Boozy Jerky. You might have heard Big Ray and I talk about Boozy Jerky on the podcast or seen us post about it on our social media. Boozy Jerky is beef jerky infused with craft beer, and they have a variety of great flavors that you can get shipped directly to you. They've been awesome enough to give us a discount code to pass along to you and whoever you want to pass it along to after that. What you need to do is go to boozyjerky.com, pick out all the different beef jerky you want, add it to your cart. When you go to checkout, you use the code CBBL22. Again, that's CBBL22. And that's going to get you 10% off your entire order. And then you get craft beer infused beef jerky shipped directly to you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Craft Beer Bucket with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Well, hello, all you beautiful bucket listers. It's one half of Craft Beer Bucket List, Big Ray, on the other half of the state line, or on the other side of the state line, because we don't split state lines in half, unless you're me. We have Mike. Mike, how are you good, sir? I think I'm just across the state line. You're across. I do. I never say it right. I talk terribly on Mondays. <laughs> um, uh, you know, you would think after 130 plus episodes, I would know what I'm doing. And obviously I haven't learned much over the years. Well, at Oops. least, uh, yeah, well, I can't speak to how much you've learned or haven't learned, but, uh, <laughs> at least we've had fun. Uh, yes, we, we have had a lot of fun. Um, a lot of it at my expense, which I'm oddly okay with. This you know, is episode 134, by the way. 134. Wow, yeah. that's that's a lot of episodes, Mike. Yeah, I can't quit you. I can't quit you either, man. <laughs> sometimes when we touch, the honesty's too much. Oh, I have God, no that idea was, what that, that is, was so bad. That was so, so bad. Hey, so uh, Mike, did you me know? To, oh, yeah. God. Yes, please help, help. Did, did you know we're also now on YouTube, Ray? <laughs> I, I, I did know that. Yeah, you did. Um, you can find us at you on YouTube at Craft Beer Bucket List if you want to look us up. There's yeah, we're nothing special on there. We, we're, you know, it's just the audio from the podcast. But if you're a YouTuber, uh, or prefer YouTube, we, we can, it's another outlet. But more importantly, what I want to do is I want to talk about a beer and uh, so we can get on to introducing our guests for tonight. Do it. Can I? All right. I will. Yeah. I will, sir. Uh, so now uh, we're, we're drinking a beer that's coming to us all the way from Nebraska. Um, it's uh, at first, you know what we should do? Let, let's what I'm gonna let do? you introduce our special guests and let uh, our special guests introduce the beer. All right. That would so make a lot we of have, sense. Uh, we do have a special guest. We have Stephen on the move. You can find him at stephenonthemove.com, his website, or look him up on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Stephen on the move. That's S-T-E-V-E-N. Uh, some guys spell their name with a P-H, but Stephen here's got a V. So, Steve, how's it going, buddy? Doing all right, man. And, oh, gosh. Do you go by Steve or Steven? What do you prefer? Uh, I Well, I mean, as the handle is, Steven on the move. Steven on the move. Steven. So, 
So we'll go by Steve. Hey, fair enough. Um, I, I like to ask is my name is Raphael. Nobody literally ever calls me that. Um, so I just go is by that because Ray. they call you Ted. Uh, no, no. I, if I tell people my name is Raphael, they're like, oh, like the Ninja Turtle. It's like, yes, like the Ninja Turtle. So the, also I live. Go ahead. Or, or also the famous Italian Renaissance painter whom the turtle is named after. That's true. But remember, I live in Oklahoma. So, I mean, uh, so keeping a single syllable name really helps with the locals. And um, <laughs> yeah, most people don't know the Renaissance for anything other than a festival in Muskogee where they get to dress up or the Renaissance Hotel. They're not really like, oh, Italian artistic history. Uh, they, they don't know about that. So, yes, I'm making fun of Okies. I am. Um, wow. It's all good. Hey, I said it. I don't care. It's the truth, man. Hey, <laughs> so, Stephen, how you, how you how you doing, man? I'm going to let you bail me out of this one now. I'm doing all right, Ray. <laughs> excellent. Excellent, man. So um, you recommended a beer to us tonight, and we'll, we'll dive into what you do on social media and whatnot and uh, how you got the handle Stephen on the move. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit about this beer? All right. So the beer is... From Cross Strain Brewing Company out of La Vista, Nebraska. And for those of you who are not familiar with their Nebraska geography, which actually does include myself, um, although I've been to the brewery, uh, Cross Strain is in suburban Omaha. So it's just south and west of the city of Omaha. And it is a holiday-themed beer because I felt like it's an annual release that they have. And I felt like for a chat just before the holidays this was an appropriate themed beer and it's called little full lot of sap and it is of course inspired by one of my favorite christmas movies of all time national lampoon's christmas vacation and clark w griswold's uh famous line about the tree and it's a little full lot of sap and so this is just a double india pale ale and doesn't have any holiday spices because it's not trying to be. It's just trying to be a nice, piney, and resinous beer. Mm, speaking my language. I'd like to open mine so I can start drinking. Same. Go ahead, Mike. Crack yours first, buddy. Yeah, that, was, that was solid. Let's see here. How did that come through? Is that all right? St- Steven already has his uh, yeah. in a glass and I'm, ready, you know, ready to roll. I'm, I'm fancy like that. I like special glassware, so gone pie, gentlemen. Uh, you said gone pie. Is, is that ahead. Japanese? Gone pie is a Japanese toast. That is correct, sir. No, outstanding. I like that you're the first person to say that on the podcast, so I like it. Something new and different. That's That's awesome. So a uh, special shout out to Steven. He's the one that um, hooked us up with this beer. Um, and um, beyond that, um, I've, I've had a couple different beers on the podcast where we've done beer trades and whatnot. Um, but what I want to do, Steven, is so you, you, you had your, your Japanese toast, but so tell us a little bit about some of your, um, I, I guess, your history with uh, Japan. So for those of you who don't know me or don't follow me on any of the other social media platforms at the moment, 
I currently live in Lincoln, Nebraska. Uh, my wife is a PhD student at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. But prior to moving to Nebraska about a year and a half ago, I lived in Tokyo, Japan for three years. I moved there because of my wife's job, which was working with military-connected children across Japan. And she actually was also responsible for overseeing students in South Korea and on Guam as well, from her background working as a teacher of students with visual impairments. And, and how long were you there? So we were there for just about three years. Yeah. And how long have you been back in Nebraska? I've been in Nebraska about a year and a half now. Oh, very good. And uh, for, just to get a little background, uh, Stephen and I met uh, maybe 2008. Does that sound about right? Eight or nine, something like that. So, More years ago than I can probably clearly yeah. remember without sitting and thinking really hard. We, we, uh, we have a bowling trophy uh, that we won together. I, I don't know where that's at these days, but I've got pictures to prove it. I know where mine is. It's in my <laughs> office next to me. I, oh, uh, wow. Very nice. <laughs> so I, was, I was looking through some pictures the other day and, and ran across that. I was like, oh, man, that was so fun. So it's good times. Well, uh, Ray, what do you think about this beer? So far, I, I'm a fan. Um, you know, I'm an IPA guy, man. I'm a total hophead. And this, I'm trying to pick there's a flavor in here that I've not yet identified. And I'm having fun drinking this uh, because the more I drink, whether I identify it or not, I'm trying hard. Uh, but I like how piney this is. Uh, it's not quite as bitter as I was hoping, but still, the, it's definitely there. And, uh, it's, um, it's yummy. So it, it is a double, it's a diaper. So I, you know, realistically the bitterness is going to be down a bit, uh, but it still comes, still comes across. It's very much there and it does have a different mouthfeel. So I like to name the little full lot of sap because it almost kind of has, uh, a different mouthfeel that kind of reminds you of tree sap and not in a bad way. But is there something there that's just like, oh, I get it. You know, after you've been, you had a mint in your mouth and whether you are finished with it or you spit it out, it's, it leaves that like that cool mintiness on your tongue. And it, as you mm. breathe in it, it's like, it feels like a little air conditioner. That's kind of right? what I'm getting on this as well. At, uh, after you drink, it feels really nice on the tongue. Uh, I want to real quick, I want to mention everybody, you can find Cross Train Brewing Company on at going by crosstrainbrewing.com and it's K-R-O-S strain S-T-R-A-I-N brewing.com. And then you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cross Strain Beer. Um all one word. So Steven, what what do you do you have have you had quite a few beers from these guys? Uh I have had without checking the font of all of the beer my of all of my beer knowledge that is of course untapped. Um, I've had more beers than I can count from them. Uh, Nebraska, believe it or not, in my opinion, does have a really good beer scene. You know, a lot of smaller towns have one, which serves as a great community focal point for folks. And Omaha has more than a few of really, really good breweries that I put up against breweries elsewhere in the country. So does Lincoln. Uh, Cross Stream is always one of my favorites that 
probably just about every time my wife go up to the Omaha area, we'll make a stop there because they have so much stuff that they don't release in package beyond the brewery. Um, and they do a ton of different things. Their probably most famous beer, especially within Nebraska, is Fairy Nectar IPA, which is a classic hazy IPA. And it's just it's just that. It's just a very well done, solid, hazy IPA. Uh, it's juicy, citrusy, etc. Uh, but Crosstrain also does some outstanding stouts. They do some outstanding sours. Uh, in particularly, the biggest thing that my wife will buy when we stop at the brewery is their sours because we don't really tend to find uh, much of those available in packaging outside of the brewery. So, so it sounds like they're doing some good stuff, basically. Um, I know you, you, I think you and I were chatting about the, the beer scene there in Omaha and Lincoln and all that. And it's, I think I mentioned it to Ray, like we need to take a beercation up there and go do some brewery hopping. How far of a drive is that from Tulsa to Lincoln? Uh, so Tulsa to Lincoln would be about six and a half hours or so straight drive time. So the way Ray drives would probably be about four and a half. Possibly. Five. So. I've, I've made that trip a good number of times. Uh, I managed to get there about seven, honestly, seven and a half, depending on how much time I uh, spend in Kansas City getting barbecue on the way. You know, just real life. Yeah. So, Steve, I was stopping Topeka where my wife and I stopped for our lunch spots. Oh, there. Yeah, it's not a bad place to stop either. Um, what, what, which, what, which some place in Topeka you'd recommend if we were just going to drive through Topeka? Uh, so if you're going to stop in Topeka, <laughs> spots food-wise that my wife and I like stopping at are in Noto, which is the North Topeka Arts District. Uh, there's a place called The Wheel Barrel, and they just do grilled cheeses, and they are fantastic. They also happen to have a really good craft beer selection as well. So... So that kind of folds right into a lot of what you do for your, your social media and your website. So Steven on the move, uh, and, and I, I don't know if I, I've, I've been following Steven on the move for a while now. So could you tell us a little bit about how that came about and what you do? Yeah. So oof, I'm not even sure when I started, but a while back, like a lot of people, I just started writing a blog just to kind of get my own thoughts out there, et cetera. And it kind of grew and morphed. And eventually 2018, when my wife and I moved to Japan, I wanted to try to take it a little bit more seriously and felt like I needed to rename what I had been writing under. And I sat and thought about it for a while. And I felt like Stephen on the move was an appropriate name of not necessarily so much thinking about me moving all the time, but just going and seeing and doing different things. And so primarily I write about craft beer. I write about baseball and particularly minor league baseball. Um, I write about one of the newest and most awesome things that I found in Japan that I didn't know I was looking for, uh, which is running. Um, I've, I am a runner and I've run two marathons and I have a third on tap for next fall. I'll be running the Berlin Marathon as a charity runner for the Great Lakes Adaptive Sports Association, which is out of Chicago. It's actually the organization I ran the Chicago Marathon for this past year. 
and they provide adaptive sports equipment and training and opportunities for people who have physical or visual impairments, including former military personnel. And you said you're going to go well, to Berlin. Berlin is next marathon on the agenda for me. And That's when is kind that? of awesome. That'll be uh, September of 2023, which is fantastic because it's the end of September, which means what great beer thing do I get to potentially go to while I'm in Germany, even though it's not yeah. in Berlin? Yeah. October Right. Oh, yeah. man. I'm only jealous. These are jealous tears over here that I'm crying. Oh, man. And so, and so, so what kind of, what's, what's some of the coolest things you've ran across as you've gone the Stephen on the move? What's some things that, besides like the running and the beer and, and all that, what are some unique things or some things that uh, are special to you from that experience? Um, to a certain extent, a lot of it's just been the people that I've interacted with on social media, whether it's Instagram, whether it's uh, Facebook or Twitter, but meeting and interacting with different people in that platform and then ultimately being able to connect it in person, which I've been able to do a couple of times with some different folks and, you know, having conversations about what inspires you to travel and what is interesting to you when you do travel. And of course, everybody has different interests and that's fine. It's what's makes it's what makes the world interesting, right? Would it be a boring as hell world if we all liked craft beer and baseball and didn't care about anything else. Um, but one of my friends who is British, one of his comments was that basically every, every place is some place. There's always a reason to visit some place, even if it's not necessarily something that is on your bucket list per se, although there are always a ton of those out there. There's always a reason to visit somewhere, whether it's to see the world's largest time capsule which is, by the way, in Seward, Nebraska, about a 30-minute drive west of Lincoln, um, or to visit you know, a local brewery, or whether it's to just go to a different part of town that you don't typically go to. Because I guarantee you, there's a restaurant worth trying. There's a store worth checking out. There's people that are of interest who are going to shape and influence your life in some way, shape, or form. And a lot of it's kind of manifested in what I think about when I think about my running, when I think about what I'm trying to do in this world and what I can do beyond just, you know, drinking beer and, you know, chatting with friends is to make the world a better place that we can all love. And sometimes we know what we're doing and, and we have this very clear objective of I want to go and accomplish and do these things. And this is how I'm going to go about it. And sometimes you have no idea what you're doing and things get thrown in your lap and you adapt to them and you get to do amazing things. And that's honestly the, always for me, the biggest takeaway that I have from my three years in Japan, because I got so much incredibly healthier than I ever was in my life that I didn't even know I needed to do or make changes for. Um, and, and I get to do great things on a regular basis you know, fitting people with shoes at my current job or running marathons for adaptive athletics charities, because everybody's an athlete. We don't always all think of ourselves as an athlete, but we all are. So speaking of athletes, um, it is now quiz time. Are you prepared for a quiz? I didn't study, but sure. 
So what, what, this quiz is going to be specialized too, Stephen, on the move. I want to give you um, the city, and I would like you to give me the name of the minor league baseball team. Ooh. Okay. And uh, I'll give you bonus points if you tell me what their major league baseball affiliation is. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Tacoma, Washington. That is the Tacoma Rainiers, which is a team that I've seen. Um, and they are a Seattle Mariners affiliate. They are a triple A team in the Pacific Coast League for the bonus points, Alex. There wow. you go. All right. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Uh, that is the Isotopes. They are also a AAA team in the Pacific Coast League, and they are a Colorado Rockies affiliate now. All right. We're going to have to uh, – let's go uh, – how about uh, – let's see here. Buffalo, New York. That is the Bisons. They're a AAA team in what is the International League, and they are a Toronto Blue Jays affiliate. All right. Very good. Allentown, Pennsylvania. So there's not actually a team in, well, there's not a team called Allentown. That is the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. They are also a AAA team in the International League, and they are a Philadelphia Phillies affiliate. All right. Say that three times fast. You got two more. Uh, Let's see here. Let's go with Sugarland, Texas. So they used to be the Skeeters as an independent league team in the Atlantic League of professional baseball. They are now currently owned by the Houston Astros and are now the Sugarland. They are the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Oh yes, yes. They call me love it. Something something. All right. Love. So uh, this is the last one for round one, and then we'll take a quick break and do round two. <laughs> Uh, okay, so we got uh, Toledo, Ohio. Us, the Mud Hens, because that's the one everybody's known forever from Nash, if they ever watched that from the 80s with Klinger. And they are a Detroit Tigers affiliate. Man, Ray, he, he got all of them. He is on fire, bro. On fire. Fire. So uh, do, do you think you know them all? Um, team names, I probably know all 120 affiliated teams. Team affiliations, I am a little shakier on because a lot of those have changed in the last couple of years with the restructuring of minor league baseball. So, yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, Ray, uh, what do you, what, how are you feeling about this beer over there? So I'm still a fan. Uh, so I'm glad this beer came in a pint can because, as you guys know, for for me, a 12 ouncer is not a lot. It's about four to five drinks. Uh, so a pint can lasts about 78 seconds longer. Um, sucks to be big, Ray. Even a pint's not a lot for me, but hey, less or longer. So the more I drink it, the more I like it. Um, this is definitely going to be beer. I'm going to put on the craft beer bucket list. So, but I I, uh, I looked at this just a little bit, and I really am a fan of the hop variety in this beer. Uh, so it's got Chinook, Simcoe, Centennial, and Cascade. Um, all four big name hop varieties. Uh, everyone that listens to this is probably going to be very familiar with all of those. No, but it's just it's a great blend, and uh, it comes through very well. 
again, I'm getting a lot of your, your classic citrus notes or some pineapple, some mango um, in here. So again, it's super pine forward, um, which I like because it well, has the hop cone on it, dressed up like Santa Claus. But it's a very traditional flavor in a in a West Coast IPA. Uh, so I'm I'm digging it. It's true to the style. That's something I'm always all about. If you put on the can, damn it, it needs to taste like that. And here's just a Dipa double IPA, and uh, it it's rings true. So I'm I'm a fan. What about you, Stephen? What are your thoughts? I like it. Um, I love that it's this nice kind of copper color. So you can't totally see through it, but it's definitely not a hazy. Uh, like Ray, I love the pine aromas out of it. It definitely does have a bigger mouthfeel than some of the double IPAs I've had recently. And just overall, it's it's a nice, clean IPA, I would say, too. Uh, I was on mute again. <laughs> oh, my Lanta. I was like, hey, uh, Ray, uh, why, don't we, why don't we go to a commercial break real quick and we'll, we'll come back with round two of the trivia right after that. Hey, Mike, you like craft beer, right? Yes. You probably also like the outdoors too, right? Also, yes. Yeah, same here. So does our friends at ParksandPints.com. Yeah, so the, the Parks and Pints is a nonprofit that collaborates with breweries to raise funds for parks and conservation research. And that's super cool. That is super cool. And if you are into all that as well, be sure to check them out on social media and their website, ParksandPints.com. That's Parks, the letter N. Pints.com. Thank you all for hanging out through that short sponsor break. Somebody's got to help us pay the bills around here. And uh, you know, that's what it is. So in case you just randomly happen to be tuning in exactly in the second half of our show, you've got myself, Big Ray, and we've got Mike, and we have a special guest tonight, Stephen on the move. And we are drinking a beer called Little <laughs> Full, a lot of sap. It's a double IPA from Cross Strain Brewing out of La Vista, Nebraska. And Mike, I believe we took a break right in the middle of a special quiz. So uh, would you care to carry on? Round two. You ready, Stephen, on the move? Let's go. All right. So we're naming the city, and Stephen has to name the name of the minor league team and their major league baseball affiliation. So for round two, we're going to start with Erie, Pennsylvania. Oh, man. You had to pick the Seawolves. 
They're a Detroit Tigers affiliate, and they sponsored me when I ran the London Marathon. All right. I love them. Let's go to... uh, This is going to be one... This is one that that Ray's going to like. Portland, Maine. Sea Dogs. They're a Red Sox affiliate. All right. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, The Missions. And they are, I believe, currently a Milwaukee Brewers affiliate. No, no, they're not. Shit. Damn. Oh, so close. They are the Missions. The Padres. Padres. Okay. Hey, you know what? It's all right. You're still, you're still have a really good batting average. Uh, Let's go to Corpus Christi. Uh, That is the Hooks, and they are a Astros affiliate. Very good. See, I knew you'd make a comeback. One, two, three, four. Hold on, I gotta get this down. Okay, Uh, and so, so a couple that are close to us here. We're gonna go with North Little Rock. Uh, That is the Naturals, and they are a Kansas City Royals affiliate. North Little Rock is the Travelers. Oh wait, North Little Rock. Sorry, I thought you said Northwest Arkansas. Okay. My apologies. I, I'm gonna get, so I'm gonna not, give you a pass on that. And it's not well, so, I mean they're they're in North Little Rock, but they're the Arkansas Travelers, and they are a right. uh, Mariners affiliate now, I believe. Okay, so what's the one for Northwest Arkansas and Springdale, Arkansas is Springdale, Arkansas, headquarters of Tyson Chicken, uh former employer of George Costanza from Seinfeld. Um uh, the Northwest Arkansas Naturals are a Royals affiliate. They play at Arvest Ballpark. Uh, we're going to go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's the Drillers, and they are, for some godforsaken reason, a Dodgers affiliate. For now, right? Uh, that was a big years. deal here when that switched. Mind you, I live in Broken Arrow, which is a suburb of Tulsa. I could be mistaken. I believe some years ago, they were also a Colorado Rockies affiliate. That is correct. They, they were a Rockies affiliate. they switched affiliate to the Dodgers, it was like, what? Okay, uh, Madison, Alabama. Madison, Alabama, which is actually the Rocket City Trash Pandas. And they are a Los Angeles Angels affiliate. Okay, and the last one for round two is going to be Montgomery, Alabama. The Biscuits. And they are a Tampa Bay Rays affiliate. All right. So he he got uh, all eight of them correct. Uh, did miss one affiliation out of that, but uh, that's still that's really just good. a bonus, though, right? Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. Technically, yeah. he's batting a thousand right now. So, uh, uh, what, Stephen? Do you feel like you're batting a thousand? Not really. I uh, oh. see. We'll let the we'll let the baseball guy decide if he's batting a thousand. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So, um, you ready for, for the final round? I don't know what we're going to give you for a win if you win because I think you've already mm-hmm. won. But you ready for the last round of questions? The last round of matches. I mean, I've already seen all of the teams that are near y'all to because my wife's from Tulsa, so I've seen the Drillers. I don't know how many times. I've seen the Arkansas Travelers a couple of times, and I've seen the Northwest Arkansas Naturals. And for good measure, I got Southwest Missouri covered because I've seen the Springfield Cardinals too. 
I didn't, I didn't even know Springfield had a team. I feel bad. Hey, I got, so we're going to go to the Florida state league. How you feel Ooh. about that? I'm good with that. I've been to the Florida state league. Okay. So there are two teams in Jupiter, Florida. Yep. So it's the Jupiter Hammerheads, who are a Marlins affiliate, and it is the Palm Beach Cardinals, who are a St. Louis Cardinals affiliate. And it is the only stadium in minor league baseball that is actually shared between two affiliated teams. And the name of the stadium? Uh, That I'm not sure. I I didn't expect. It's Roger Dean Stadium. Oh, that's right. All right. Uh, How about Lakeland, Florida? So they should be the Flying Tigers. They've gone back and forth between being regular Tigers on the ground and then sometimes they're Flying Tigers. Yeah, Flying Tigers is right. That's what I got. Do you know their affiliation? They're Detroit Tigers Club. Okay. All right, let's go to the Carolina League. Um, What about Fayetteville, North Carolina? Uh, they are the Woodpeckers, and they're an Astros affiliate. Dang. Ray, did you know that? Negative. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Ray's over there just uh, like, I don't know what the heck y'all are talking about. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, what does this have? Like, I don't understand how any of this has anything to do with beer. No one drinks beer when they watch baseball. This is weird. Yeah, it's very, yeah, nobody. I, it's true. <laughs> It's like beer, baseball. Are those even think? Are they even connected at all? Well, you know, sometimes you need to make new traditions. Uh, so we're doing it right I, now. I guess so. Oh man! I, I, and Stephen, I hope you know I'm being incredibly sarcastic. I know you are, Ray. Don't worry. Okay. Very good. Very good. All right, uh, Lynchburg, Virginia. Uh, that is the Hill Cats, and they are, I believe, a Cleveland Indians affiliate. Guardians, get it right. Uh, ooh. I, I, I give it to you. I give it to you. Uh, okay, uh, let's let's go to the California League. Mm. Uh, let's see. How about San Bernardino? That's the Inland Empire Sixty Sixers. And man, I gotta think for a second about who they're affiliated with now. Um, we're gonna roll the dice, and I'm gonna say the LA Angels. You are correct. All right. And this one's for Ray Modesto, California. Yeah. Just because I'm from close to there doesn't mean I know their AAA team. I am clueless. That All is, right. We'll, let, we'll call a friend here, Stephen. Do you want to phone a friend, Ray? Uh, yes, please. I would like to phone a friend. Hey, Ray. Good luck. I hope Regis gives you all the money. Um, so the Modesto team is the nuts and their mascots on their cap are actually, what is it? It's a walnut and an almond. And, uh, they are, I believe now a Mariners affiliate. Correct. All right. And this isn't the last one for all the bananas. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Um, Fresno, California. That is the Grizzlies and that's and that's where I said earlier I wasn't sure on all of the affiliations anymore because of the overhaul in minor league baseball and they used to be a triple A team they're now a single A team in the California League and 
I want to say that they might be a Giants affiliate, but I am honestly they, not very confident on that answer. They are Rockies. Ah. But you know what? You got 46 out of a possible 48 points. I'll take it. So, yeah, that's like definitely an A plus, right? That's very impressive. I'm like, I'm genuinely impressed, Stephen. Wow. I had a good, I had a good feeling, Stephen, that you were going to do well. <laughs> I just had a good feeling. Knocked it out um, of the park. So remind me of something. You, you me, and uh, Storm went to uh, oh, what was in Frisco. Frisco uh, for the FCS championship game. That's right, and it was North Dakota State, right? North Dakota State and Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State. That's right. Uh, and North Dakota State's like a powerhouse, or was. I don't I haven't kept up with them a little bit. They they still are. Yeah, they've fallen off a little bit, but they're still there. And by Isn't falling off, Carson Wentz was. Have, say that again. Wasn't Carson Wentz out of North Dakota State? Yes, he is. And uh, Trey Lance of the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Ooh, I did not know that. So cool. All right, so uh, what's some final thoughts on the beers, guys? Guys, so I'm I'm the only person who's snooty and drinking out of a specifically IPA glass, and I just want to make sure to hold it up to the screen so Ray and Mike can see that beautiful, beautiful lacing on there, which to me is, in all seriousness, as a beer snobby person at times, not always, but at times. I, I love seeing lacing on my glassware because that tells me that is a exceptionally well done beer. No matter what the style is, no matter what the brewery is or your personal feelings on any of those things involved. If you have a nice layer of lacing on your beer glassware, that's an outstandingly well done beer. Um, and to me, I'm, I'm still sitting where I was. I think I saw earlier we were supposed to rate this somewhere between one to a 10. I'd say this is at least an eight and a half, probably close to a nine, give or take, depending on how we want to round up or not. I'd say it's at least a A minus, if not better. I, it's, it's all up to you. You can, you can have as many decimals as you want. I mean, I feel like as it's the or end of the semester and you know, students are worried about their final grades. I feel like this is that it's, you know, it's maybe an 8.875 and that student's coming to you at the end of the semester and it's like, hey, Mike, is there anything I can do to get an A? Because I just really need an A for my GPA because I've statistically counted it all out and I really need the A here. The B plus just doesn't do it for me. Is there anything I can do? I think it's that beer. Yeah. And it's up to you whether you want to round it up or not. I told my students uh, at the beginning of the semester, I said, do you want to, you know, if you come to me at the end of the semester and you say, uh, I want to round up my grade and I'll say, you know how you be, get a, an A in this class? Is you be an A student. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. Oh, man. I'd probably Ooh. round up. I don't know. Zinger. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Ray, what do you think about the beer? So, I mean, I, I've had nothing but good things to say about it you know, throughout the life cycle of this episode. Um, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. So, I think it's a very well-done beer. has a lot of great things about it. Uh, but being it's an, a, a diaper, 
which are very popular right now. There's a lot of great double IPAs out there. I think it's rock solid. Um, it, it didn't stand out to me as, you know, as like some of the others that are just like mind blowing, right? Uh, that's not to take anything away from this beer because I'm glad I've added this to my list of beers that I've consumed and had the opportunity to try. Um, so very well done. I think solid eight. And uh, again, absolutely belongs on the craft beer bucket list. I encourage folks to visit Cross Drain and give this one a try. Uh, and before we go to our song picks, I'm gonna give I'm gonna echo what Ray said, um, but I'm gonna give it a slightly higher. I'm gonna go actually. I'm gonna meet in the middle. We got a nine and we got an eight. I'm gonna say an eight point five. Um, and you know that's it's a solid it's a solid score. Um, I, I like the, I like the, the, the piney resin of this beer and it just makes me feel good. You know, the, 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 the whole experience is, you know, is a good feeling, I guess is the, is the way I'd put it. Um, does so it fill you with also, holiday cheer, Mike? You know, I'm, I'm a pretty good, uh, holiday cheer person anyway. Um, I like, I like the joke that I'm a Grinch, but I, I, the minute I can do it, I turn on Christmas songs. Um, you know, our house is decorated. You know, I, I'm in the Christmas spirit the week before Thanksgiving. So, um, I, I just, enjoy, I think I enjoy everybody being happy, you know, or happier. Ray, Ray goes from like a curmudgeon to a slightly less curmudgeon overall. That's um, it's true. I'm a gargantuan curmudgeon. It's true. Have you ever read the book, <laughs> a man called Ove? I have not. Well, okay. So Tom Hanks is actually making a movie and I forget what a man is. I think it's called a man named Otto is the name of the movie, but it's based on this other book. Anyway, it's a man called Ove. And it's what I thought of when, uh, when I said curmudgeon, uh, Ray, you're a, com you're not a curmudgeon. No, quite uh, the opposite. Either Steven. Steven's not a curmudgeon either. No, so, try not to be right. Uh, so we got to give this, we got to give it a song. Uh, Steven, do you want to go first or do you want to defer? I, I will go ahead and lead off and yeah, I'm going to go with, so I've thought a lot about the beer. I've thought, especially of course, a lot about the movie that inspired the beer, right? Cause how do you not, although I haven't watched it yet this holiday season, I'm a little kind of displeased about that. I will need to work to rectify that soon. And there's a lot of songs that I love in it, like Honest to Goodness. If you've never seen Nash Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you need to watch it. And in particular, if you have not ever listened and paid attention to the music, listen to the music, because honestly, it's such a great soundtrack. And the song that I love and had never heard prior to this movie, and so I'm so thankful that this movie introduced me to this song, it's the scene where Chevy Chase is stuck in the attic and he's all bundled up in all the freaking old clothes and he's watching the old black and white Christmas movies. And it's that Ray Charles song, The Spirit of Christmas. Because to me, this beer is really kind of all of that, right? A lot of full little sap, that kind of excitement and exuberance that is supposed to be what Christmas is for us. And... That's that's the song I'm pairing with this beer. Sounds like so Ray Charles Spirit of Christmas. Ray, what about you, sir? So I don't know what made this pop in my head. Uh, I'm like you, Mike. I listen to Christmas music 
it, it starts for me before Thanksgiving. I'm a big fan, traditional Christmas versus some more modern stuff. Um, I'm, I'm a rock metal guy, so I like the raw, you know, stuff too. But in any case, uh, I'm going to go with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra cover of Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy. This beer invoked that thought for me. Dance of the Sugar Plum Fairy by Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Is that right? Yes, sir. You are correct. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to pick, um, it's a song by Garth Brooks on one of his Christmas albums. It's called ugly Christmas sweater. Y'all ever heard that? I have not. And we play a lot of country Christmas music at my work right now. And I have not heard that yet. So it's, it was, uh, he's, it's, he has two Christmas albums, a one from like the early nineties and one it's like maybe 10 years old at this point. Hell, I don't know. But, uh, Anyway, there's a song on there called Ugly Christmas Sweater. It's pretty cute. So, anyway. Uh, I know we're uh, getting close on time here, so uh, I think uh, I'll say, Stephen, thank you for joining us today. Um, you can find him at Stephen on the Move. He is on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and you can go to www.stephenonthemove.com and remember it's a Stephen with a V. Check him out. Uh, read through some of his stuff. He's a, he's a cool guy. He, he enjoys running beer. I mean, uh, you know, and some, some other stuff that, and, and you feature a lot of a certain type of animal on your Instagram. Um, and, and, and so it always makes me smile a little bit. What, 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 can you give us a little insight on this? So when I moved to Japan three plus years ago, actually four years ago now, uh, the one thing I fell in love with as much as running was the Shiba Inu dog, a.k.a. the dog that we all know as Doge or Doge coin, if you are more familiar with that crypto experience. And I don't know why, but at whatever point I just decided, you know, I kind of wanted to have a, a post at the end of my night on Instagram to post into my Insta story. And I friggin' love Shiba Inus. I think they're adorable. They're cute as hell. And so I just started posting a nightly Shibs. And it was great because my wife was asleep before me. So I'd post that. And that would be like the first thing she'd see in the morning when she woke up and was having breakfast. And so I've just kept doing that, even though I don't live in Japan anymore. It's pretty fun. It's, and because, you know, I show my kids and they're like, oh, look at this. And they're like, oh, you know. But uh, yeah, so you can go go check him out, uh, Stephen on the Move. Again, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, www.stephenonthemove.com. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and Ray, I'll let you take it from here, bud. Yes, indeed. So Stephen, I also want to echo that sentiment. Thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. And thank you for sharing this beer, again, from Cross Train out of La Vista, Nebraska. Had a great time with this beer. I also had a great time digging through some of your Instagram photos again. Uh, especially one that showed up in our storyboard tonight of you at Waffle House with some chocolate chips on your waffle. I'm a huge fan of Waffle House. I've been to many, many Waffle Houses all across the U.S. in my travels. Uh, it's one of my go-to spots, one of my guilty pleasures. Just like beer, totally a guilty pleasure, just like podcasting about beer. So, you know, it's what I do. And also what you folks should do is visit the show notes, click on those links to stevenatthemove.com, 
and also his associated social media links. We also have links available to the brewery that we featured tonight as well. Again, Cross Train Brewing out of La Vista, Nebraska. Hit them up on their website and their social medias, Facebook and Twitter. And, you know, I could go on and on like I always do about thanks for listening on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Check out our YouTube channel, but I'm not going to do that, except I just did. So anyway, thanks for that five-star rating on Apple. You choose to listen to us there. Mike and I love to see those five-star ratings and read those reviews. And we also love when you don't drink and drive, but we love when you do drink local. And that's all I've got. Love you. Bye. (laughs) Oh, man. Adios. Thank you, gentlemen. (laughs) 